0: I'm Stephen Jones and you're listening to the Ballard's LLP podcast, Sound Advice. So I'm joined today by Ben Powell. Hi, Ben. Hi, Steve. Hi. Uh, Ben's one of the partners here at Ballard's LLP and um, quite timely topic uh, for today's podcast is about tax-efficient alternatives to the Christmas party. Um, obviously, with everything that's going on in the world at the moment, it's unlikely that we're all going to be getting together for Christmas drinks. Um, and without trying to remove all of the, the festive spirit out of it, talking about the, the tax implications on it, it's important to know what we can and can't do and um, and what the positive implications uh, from, a, from a tax point of view are. So... Um, Ben, do you, do you want to sort of start us off by explaining traditionally, you know, what what the, the the tax implications of a of a Christmas party have been?
1: Yeah, well, there's um there is a specific exemption for um Christmas part, well, for any type of parties really, staff entertaining, um, where you can actually spend 150 pounds per head on your staff um, and as long as it doesn't exceed £150 per head then it's tax free for the staff member. Um, it's a bit of a weird one, if it goes a penny over £150 or a pound over £150 then actually it then becomes all taxable so it's not a an allowance, it's a pure exemption that if you exceed it then applies to everything. Um, and the other slightly weird thing about that is it applies throughout the year. So actually, if you have a summer party, a Christmas party, an autumn gathering, whatever it might be, then you have to add all of those numbers up and see if that comes to 150 quid, um, which actually isn't a huge sum of money. And I, I suspect a lot of people potentially don't realise that they're exceeding that in some businesses.
0: So when you say it's, it's um, taxable for the staff member... Do you mean it's actually a, it's tax relief for the business per person? What, what do you mean by that?
1: No, it, it's quite a cruel one actually. So so staff entertaining is always tax allowable for the business even if you spend um, an absolute fortune on it. But actually in the same way that me providing private health care to a staff member or providing a company car to a staff member is a benefit and hence you're taxed on that benefit, you are receiving a benefit by virtue of some expensive lavish parties if you go over the 150 quid so yeah cruelly and that's why really you don't want to end up in this position you invite your staff to an expensive christmas party and then bill them the tax for it afterwards which clearly isn't a great position to be in
0: merry christmas merry (laughs) christmas um, okay so it's likely that there there isn't going to be many or or, um, christmas parties this year but Lots of businesses out there still want to mark um, the festive period and give back to staff and and just have a bit of festive cheer, quite frankly. So alternatives. Um, let's have a think then. A, a Christmas present of some sort. Where, where do we stand with that?
1: Yeah, well, the, I think one thing that's been around for a while but it's going to be particularly relevant this year is um, the, the trivial benefits rule. So, a employer can provide their employees with a trivial benefit of up to £50 um, and that is completely tax-free for the employee to receive. To qualify as a trivial benefit, as long as it's less than 50 quid, it isn't cash or a cash voucher. Um, And we'll talk a bit about what a cash voucher is in a second. And as long as it isn't a reward for their work or performance, so you're not giving different amounts out for people who've done better or worse throughout the year, then you can hand out any gift um, and this pretty much covers anything you want it to, up to the value of 50 quid to your employees at Christmas.
0: So that that can be money as well?
1: It can't be money. It can be gift vouchers. Um, There is a rule around a cash voucher, but most gift vouchers don't allow you to walk back into the shop and say, can I have £50 worth of cash for this voucher because I don't want it anymore. They're almost always tied to you have to spend it in a certain shop and therefore they're covered by the exemption.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Uh, It is Christmas. What uh, what about alcoholic presence giving a bottle how does that sort of factor into to what you just said
1: yep and, and alcohol is actually covered by it and it's one of the specific examples hmrc give that the wine or gift vouchers which i would guess is what most businesses will give both are covered by the the trivial benefits rule so so those are both fine um that's not to be confused you you can't give um, your customers or suppliers alcoholic gifts without um, without having tax issues, but certainly employees—that's not a problem.
0: Okay, go on then. So I'll put you on the spot now. You you can give them to employees, but not to not not to customers. You say the alcoholic um, uh, gift?
1: Yeah. So so there's a different set of rules for um, customers and suppliers. They need to be small gifts. Essentially, they can't be food, alcohol, tobacco. Um and they need to be purely for marketing purposes so really they need to have a business's logo on That there tend to be things like pens, pads of paper that sort of thing is all that's really allowed a Christmas card, generally samples if your business makes something if you can make a relatively small cheap sample then they'll be okay as well but certainly not crates of beer or boxes of wine for your customers I mean you, you can buy them it's just you won't get a tax deduction for them
0: Interesting. Okay. What about other stuff then uh, over the festive period? Um I heard I heard um one business owner uh, talking recently about um uh, giving uh, extra days off um to be taken at, at any time throughout the, the uh, over the next 12 month period instead of a Christmas party. What 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 are the options on that Ben?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's fine. I mean, presuming we can go somewhere next year as opposed to sit at home. Right. Um, but, yeah, there the, the really is not a not a huge tax issue there. Obviously, you'll you're presumably still pay your staff the same salary. They'll just get an extra day off. So, in theory, you're, you're paying them slightly more for the days they are at work. But, inherently, as the, as the salary hasn't actually gone up, you'll still claim the same tax deduction. So, nothing's really changed there other than you've lost the staff member for a day.
0: Okay. Also, I uh, was thinking uh, along the lines of uh, charitable donations to um, either a certain charity or a charity on behalf of uh, a staff member. Where do we stand on that one?
1: Yeah, that that should be fine as well. So we can claim... Um Gift aid, it's slightly different if you're a company to if you're an individual, but essentially, yes, we can get tax relief on charitable donations, so that that should be no issues there as well. And
0: is it any more complex if you ask the staff member? Say you've got ten staff members and they all say ten different charities. Is that does that have any implications the the different numbers of charities?
1: No, not really. It, it is worth checking the, the gift aid status of the charity just to make sure that, that they're qualifying. But other than that, it, it's just other than being more administratively difficult mm. that there isn't really a problem there.
0: Okay. And... It, it, Events are changing, um, as we've all seen, and you know, I for one have been to a couple of virtual events, so I say sort of semi virtual events where, um, there's actually been a physical event but you dial into that, um, you know, virtually uh, via a laptop or PC. Now, I really can't see an enormous amount of fun dialing into a virtual Christmas party, but the costs included associated to that for the business of putting on some sort of virtual event, whatever that might be. Um, any any thoughts on that, Ben?
1: Yeah, I mean that that should all be qualifying, as you say. I think we're probably all sick of zoom and teams and everything else by now but that they still have their place and I did have my my daughter had a, a virtual attended a virtual birthday party and I was actually very surprised at how good that was and engaging so I, I think there's a lot that can be done there I'd be keen to try it out but I know um, yeah that the appetite of people might have waned a little bit for, for virtual interaction now,
0: yeah at least you don't have to uh, drive home afterwards. that's that's one benefit <laughs> so so, what are you saying? So if there was a cost, um if I put on an, an event um, uh, in the office and it was entertainment or whatever it might be, and um I invited um staff members to dial into that. There, there costs that, that would there would be tax relief on the costs that I would incur yes yeah okay and, and, and would that be the same as any other normal event? The, the only difference is that people are dialing in rather than being there
1: Yes, okay
0: yeah okay that's clear then so, um, what about hampers of food that's uh, that's uh, quite a, a common one uh, w- What about that?
1: Yeah, I think we're we're back into the the trivial benefits regime, really. So fifty quid or less. Admittedly, you probably don't get the world's biggest hamper for that, but fifty quid or less, it is um, okay. Over 50 quid, it's going to be taxable on the employee. Um, there is an option, though, which we didn't touch on earlier. If mm. if you are going to spend more than that, um, clearly giving a gift and then saying, by the way, you owe the tax man the tax on it isn't a great place to be. So HMRC have recognised this and they allow you to do what's called a PAYE settlement agreement, which is where you basically estimate what the tax would have been across all the employees that you've given the gift to and as an employer you write the checkout for the tax on that so basically it costs you as an employer more but it just saves the embarrassment of giving a gift and then asking for the money towards the tax on it so um it it, to be honest it's a bit Difficult to do. Um, it's just an administrative task that that takes time. Um, but but it's it does need doing if you're going to be spending more than fifty quid. Um, the other thing, just to bear in mind, we're on the subject of fifty quid. Is actually as directors of small businesses, please feel free to treat yourself the same as the staff. So it's open to directors as well. There is an annual limit of three hundred quid a year. So so each trivial benefit can only be 50 quid or less. And there's an annual limit for directors of small owner-managed businesses of 300 quid in total as directors. But, yeah, please do buy yourself the vouchers or whatever that you would, the same as your employees as well. It's a nice little perk to have.
0: Excellent. Gift to yourself. Brilliant. Okay. Um, That's excellent. Thanks, Ben. So we've covered off um, uh, presents, alcoholic presents, uh, food into that, days off. Um, cash gifts and and vouchers. So a couple of alternatives to be considered there. Hopefully, um, this time next year, we'll be talking about um, um, getting back into the proper sort of Christmas celebrations. Um, And, um, yeah, thanks thanks for your input on on that, Ben. So... um, my name is Stephen Jones. You've been listening to Sound Advice, uh, the Ballard's LLP podcast. Uh, as usual, if you would like to discuss uh, anything um, we, we've talked about today or any other topics in any other podcasts, um, call your usual contact on 01905 794 Thanks a lot.